passion. So although I talk to all women, the black woman's pain is special to me because that's where I come from. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. Hypnotic conversations on the misadventures and how I always seem to mess up the road to self-discovery. We're talking about embracing the transition from my childish 20s to my grown AF 30s, being unapologetically Black, changing the narrative of this Black girl's trials with my tribe. Black Girl Uninterrupted is a podcast for all my marginalized Black girls worldwide. I am your host, Coco Amore, and welcome back. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. I am your host, Coco Amore, and today we are talking about something that is so important, so essential for not only women of color, but women everywhere to engage in a conversation about forgiveness. And today's subject of forgiveness is completely about self-forgiveness after having an abortion. And we are talking about this topic because not so you know long ago, myself, three years ago to this date, I had an abortion. And it has always been something that was very, very hard for me to deal with. Uh, it played a major part in why I decided to relocate from Florida, uh, really Miami from Miami to Houston. And um, it still plays a really big, heavy part of how I proceed in relationships. And it's so important that we forgive ourselves during that time because so many things can happen to us when we are feeling like, oh my God, I did something wrong. I feel like I did something that, you know, that condemn me or I can go to hell or, you know, whatever spiritual or uh, religious beliefs you believe in, it also plays a part in um, that, that feeling of regret, uh, disgust with yourself. So we are going to talk all about, you know, forgiveness um, especially with yourself when it comes to having an abortion. So we're going to get into it. Okay. <laughs> so we want to talk about first what inspired me to go there today. I usually go there, but we're going to go deeper today. So Today, three years ago, I decided to move forward with an abortion. My family does not know. Um, a lot of people do not know <laughs> that um, that I went forward with an abortion, um, that even that I even had one. Uh, I grew up in the Episcopalian home and... Um, definitely sex before marriage was something that was like not something you're supposed to do. And that's with any religious belief. Uh, I had a son at 19 years old and I decided to keep him. Before I decided to keep him, 
I was at an abortion clinic. My son's sperm donor um, required that I had an abortion. And while I was sitting there on the table, I was all alone. I had no family, no friends there. Um, They just left me there with him on a monitor. Now, mind you, he's only a tadpole and, you know, you don't really know what's going on in your body, but you know, like 19, I can possibly be a single parent. Like I cannot do this. Um, so I have to go through with it. And the lady came into me and came into the room and she said, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, no, she was like, how about you come back when you're ready? I never came back. And my son is here. <laughs> um, later down the line, seven years later, I'm in a very healthy relationship with someone. Um, I have my emotions about leaving early in a relationship, not leaving the relationship, but just leaving Miami. He had children in Miami, so that wasn't an option for him. And I always just saw fit that I need to do what's best for me, regardless if I love someone or if I want to be in a relationship with them, you know, they'll follow suit. But why should it, why should I be somewhere that I'm, you know, not growing? I'm very stagnant in my career. I'm stagnant in the things that I'm doing. How can I move away and progress? Um and still have my relationship. Uh, right before we decided to sign the lease in Miami, um, I just had these emotions, you know, going on. And I found out I was pregnant. And I was on top of the world. I'm like, you know what? Maybe that was my, aha, you don't need to leave. You can stay and everything's going to be perfect and everything's going to be amazing with the person you love so much. And everyone knows I loved the person I was with. I loved him so much. I wasn't in love, but I loved him so much. And regardless of the things that transpire in our relationship, we we had a dope ass bond. And to this day, it's still like it still surprises me that we still have a cool ass bond now that we've both moved on with our lives. Um which is so cool, you know? <laughs> it's so cool. It just brings a smile to my face because I'm just a dope ass person. <laughs> Um, but on top of that, this person that I was with, he struggled a lot, you know, with, uh, being grounded, being rooted, financial issues, things like that on his end. To me, I think I was set, you know, I had money in the bank. I had a dope ass savings account. I could do this, you know, from where I was 19, I had like I had a savings from working a part-time job and, you know, I I thought I could do it, but I struggled like a lot. But here I am seven years later, I have a really good salary. 
I'm making moves. I can work from home. I have all of these different options going on for myself. But then it's like the person I'm with, he's still not moving forward in his life. So that caused a lot of friction in our relationship. When it came to when it came to the decision of do we move forward with having a baby or not, uh, so after a lot of conversations, mostly me crying, you know, honestly, let's just be honest here. I cried so much because once the doctor told me I was pregnant, I was like, oh my god, yes, yes, I get to have a baby with someone I love and someone that cherishes me. But then that thought went away when I told him. And you know how that feels when you're telling somebody you love, they're like, yeah, like, you know, we're going to have a baby. And like, you think it, it's going to be like, ah, and then it was just like, whoa, what the fuck? And then that instant thing in my head says, well, what do you mean you don't want to have the baby? Like, what are you talking about? You don't want to move forward and being a parent with me. Like, what's wrong with me? And that's the conversation we usually have as women within ourselves after a relationship or something in the relationship does not go as as planned in our head. We say, well, what's wrong with me? And that's a conversation I had with myself at that time, I was like, what did I do to you to make you not love me enough to continue our relationship? We're already about to sign a lease into an apartment. We have a really strong relationship. So I think, right? Um, But how does this not fit into the picture of what we're doing? You know, we talk about marriage. We talk about spending the rest of our lives together. How does this not fit into our goals as as a couple, you know? So a lot of those things started to happen where we had screaming matches and it wasn't it wasn't no longer a healthy relationship. It became a very toxic relationship. And that's when you know it's time to just get away. Um, it is so hard talking about this. Um, we decided, you know, mostly him, we decided to... Uh, not go through with the pregnancy. Um, I didn't know, you know, the status, how healthy the babies were at the time or or not. When I went to the clinic, um, he was hungover. He was just, he was a fucking wreck. And I told him weeks before we went to the clinic that since we're not having this baby and since there's obviously not a viable future for us. Um, I'm going to Houston. Bing, sprung it on him. That created more heartache. So he started a downward spiral as to like, why are you leaving me? We can we can work through this. Uh, and he said the, the most terrible thing to me at the time, I'd rather you resent me um, I'd rather you hate me now than me resent you for the rest of my life. And I was like, 
resentment, how does how does this equivalate to resentment? I thought you loved me. I thought we were on the path of, you know, living together, being married. So now it's you start to think that if this person is talking about resentment towards you, knowing you've done the fucking best job is being the best fucking girlfriend ever. And you know that can't nobody come close to the shit you provided to that person. Um, the peace of mind that you gave that person, that connection that you gave to that person. When someone says something like that, that they would resent you uh, for moving forward with a pregnancy. It took me immediately back to when I had my first kid. And it's just like, why am I here again? What is it that I'm doing wrong to attract people that don't want to move forward with me positively in relationships? So I went into an immediate depression and it was so hard for me to to climb out of it. Um, I moved forward with the with the abortion and the lady did the ultrasound and she told me it was twins. It was harder to hear that than it was to hear anything else. But then I thought again, now single mom of three, could you do that? And I said, no, I can't. I could I could do one, but I can't do three. Because if he's talking about resentment already, we would never be cool again. And I don't want a baby mama, baby daddy relationship, you know? So I just closed my eyes and I counted to 10 and I woke up and it was over. I woke up, I was so, I just woke up crying. Like nothing could make me forget what she said to me right before they put me to sleep. And I put my clothes on. He was like, do you want me to drive? And I was like, nope, I could drive myself. I can do it. I got myself in this mess. I'm going to get myself out of it. I drove home. That was the quietest ride back to our neighborhoods. Um, He lived down the street from me. Took him home. Went on my way home. And I laid in the bed for the rest of the day. And I cried. I cry myself to sleep for for three months. It was so terrible. It was was such a terrible experience, I feel like, for me, because I thought I had the right person. I thought I had the relationship that I always thought I had, you know, like a really healthy relationship. And then in an instant, it was done. And I told him, I was like, after, you know, I have this abortion, you know, we're done. Like, that's it. 
There's nothing left. And he went more down, downward in a downward spiral because he now lost me. He lost his best friend. He lost, you know, someone that was really riding for him. And recently we had a conversation just a couple of days ago where we discussed, you know, how he felt post the abortion and he really didn't mean what he said. He was just angry with himself, you know, and it's just like, well, we could have had our twins and we could have just been like a happy family, but some things don't work out that way. So as I got on the road to Houston, I always tell this story to you guys, but I started to feel free. That was the first part of forgiving myself. It wasn't the healthiest thing to do at the time, like running away from what was going on or running away from the situation doesn't seem like the healthiest thing to do. But sometimes for peace of mind, you have to just step away for a minute and then reevaluate. And that's where I was at that time. And it was hard for me to do that. Y'all don't understand. Like it was so hard for me to leave because I wanted nothing more than him to just say, please forgive me 10 million more times. Cause he he's asked for my forgiveness and I'm just like, no, I'm hurt. I'm scorned. Um, I feel like they scraped my uterus clean. Like I have nothing left. And um, if I'm not good enough for you to have kids with, I don't, you're not going to waste my time. And that was, that was my idea, you know, at that time. When I was on the road, I cried. My son was asleep and I just cried because I felt free from the shame, the blame on the inside and for just feeling like I didn't do enough to stay or to hear him out. And I felt like I was losing like the best part of the past two years of my life, you know? So we are going to talk about how did I get to forgiving myself? And I want this to be able to hopefully reach someone who has experienced this and haven't forgiven themselves or someone who has made a life altering decision that leaves you riddled with guilt and uh, resentment towards yourself or that person. And it's, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time when you reach that level, when you say, you know what? I forgive myself and forgiving yourself. You won't eat your pain. A lot of my two years here on the first two years here was a lot of eating my, eating my pain like hiding the pain I was feeling on the inside with food, um, drinking, 
like a lot of the stuff that I was doing was just self-destructive. And at the time, you don't think of it like that. You know, you just think that I'm just coping and it's not a healthy way to cope. So coping, better coping ideas that I think that you should do is uh, definitely exercise more, uh, find things like a mental health therapist that you can seek out so they can help, you know, get you through that that hurt and that pain that you experienced, um, you know, finding a new hobby, uh, finding yourself getting more involved in the children that you do have. If you don't have any children, uh, find yourself getting more acclimated in your job or some, some things that brings you joy. And I think a lot of things that we tend to forget how to do is to find things that make us happy again. If we find things that make us happy again, like that type of happy that we felt when we were kids and we were excited about the world, depression for circumstantial things um, most likely would be, you know, at a minimum. So that's just how I feel like you should cope. <laughs> if you watching the video, I know um, y'all are like, I don't see how the hell she is smiling through this because I've forgiven myself. I really have. Even though I'm shedding a couple tears and, and things like that, I've forgiven myself for the circumstance I put myself in. So, um. Let's get into some more stuff. We go take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> so before I decided to do this topic, I researched some things, you know, some common feelings that women say that they feel um, after having an abortion. Now, granted, some abortions are due to... Uh, terrible circumstances like rape or incest, things like that. Those feelings, we completely understand, right? Women, we we understand that. We are, you know, sensitive to those who were affected for that and they had to um, get an ab abortion because of that. So um, for women who experience abortion due to uh, relationship or disagree disagreements and uh, your relationships or religious beliefs, this one's for you. <laughs> this one is for you. So first, we want to start by sorting out our feelings. You know, how do you feel? Um was this your decision? Was this decision on your own? Was this a hard decision for you? Um, some of the things that you may feel is, uh, and this is according to the abortioncarenetwork.org, uh, you are mad about getting pregnant or angry at someone who has disappointed you or frustrated that birth control may or may not have worked or your birth control method may or may have not worked, aka the pullout method. Uh, sad that this has happened, a sense of loss about the pregnancy or loss of a relationship or even the loss of your own innocence on how you see yourself. 
Ladies, that one is for real. And I just went over it. I felt like I wasn't worthy anymore. I felt like I wasn't good enough. And I struggled with that so much day in and day out. I always still have that small, very little insecurity about myself of, am I good enough? You know? Uh, shame about sex, a relationship, pregnancy, or abortion, guilty that you are choosing yourself over others, shocked that this has happened to you, or shocked that this is a reality of yours, scared about what will happen or what others will think about you, relief, or even glad that you can decide for yourself and what is best for your life. It also goes in to say, you are likely to feel a mix of feelings and it's very helpful to consider each feelings carefully. Writing down these feelings and talking to someone or someone you trust are always good ways to deal with these feelings. I felt like I had a really good support system with my friends. Um, Although I couldn't like really get into the gut of things, like things that was really disturbing me, I don't feel like I was able to do that, but I do feel like I was able to reach surface level. And when I got out here, I started to see a therapist and then I was able to, you know, break down those emotions and I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh God, y'all about to cry again. Um... This one is a hard conversation, y'all. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, when you have someone you can trust that you can display or you can just share your feelings and you just can be emotionally dependent on that person for a minute, it helps because no matter what, when you thought that that baby was created out of love and harmony and peace and everything that you thought it was about and it no longer is that to you, you have so many feelings that you are feeling on the inside and all of them feelings are okay. It's okay to feel the way you're feeling. We all feel those ways naturally. So you have to go through it. Unfortunately, it sucks. It really, it really does suck. But all together, we can get through it, right? So what you can do to feel better. Uh, women don't make decisions about pregnancy lightly because they know how much responsibility it takes to raise a child. So give yourself credit for doing the best that you can do uh, and don't be so hard on yourself. Remember, you are a good person making the best decision you can for your life. It is helpful to find a way to give meaning to this experience. This may mean figuring out what you may have lost or what you have gained. What do you understand now that adds to your wisdom about life? For many women, the sacrifice of ending a pregnancy makes them clearer about achieving their goals and well more compassionate towards others. Dealing with your feelings can take time and there is no right or wrong way 
to move through this process. Set aside time to think about your experience and what it means. But if you feel like you are going over and over, talk to a counselor or a trusted friend to help you move forward in your life. Any religious or spiritual concerns you may deserve may deserve your attention. Is forgiveness and compassion available for you in your faith? Is there something or someone you can talk to about your spiritual feelings? Can your religion offer you some comfort? Can you find ways to express all of this and make it make sense? For suggestions on how and how other women have handled their experiences, see some resources below. So here they have a newsletter and they are sharing um, a network of women who have experienced abortions and the things that they have gone through um, during their road to forgiveness. And forgiveness is so hard. It really is. It's always easier said than done, right? But I have to say this. It's important to forgive yourself. So one, and and I'm going to give you five reasons why it's so important to forgive yourself after having an an abortion. (sighs) Reason number one. You want to forgive yourself so you don't self-destruct. That's like number one through five for me. It's so important that you work on it. You say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Kira. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I did this to you. But I know, I know it was a good decision. I know we had to make this decision in order for you to be able to come out here. And we're not saying rationalize your decisions. Help it make sense for you. You had to do this because one, this person wasn't right. It wasn't the right time. Mm. you have to forgive yourself before you self-destruct. If you self-destruct, what will you leave behind? A trail of hurt people who never knew you was going through it. Number two, the reason why it's so important to forgive yourself after having an abortion is because there are brighter days ahead. The road may look very, 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 very foggy right now. It may look impossible. But after you forgive yourself, there's happiness there. And you want to get there. Because if you cannot get through it, you're never going to be the same again. Number three, the reason why it's important to forgive yourself is because you have more to offer to the universe. 
I'm pretty sure there has been other times um, that you could have been taken out of the world and you've put yourself in a lot of close calls, but there's something extra out there for you in the universe. And if you don't forgive yourself, you won't be putting out that energy, that vibe that the universe needs for you in order to bring those good things to you. So if we constantly walking around shaming ourselves and putting ourselves down, saying we're not good enough, saying that we're not this, saying we're, we're never going to be happy, if we don't do the necessary things that we need to do in order to attract the right things, the right people, the husband that we want, the husband that wants millions of kids, <laughs> we are not going to get there. If we don't put it out, if we don't say, you know what, I forgive myself. I know I can do better. I know how to move forward and I know how to practice discernment going forward. If we don't practice discernment going forward, we're going to find ourselves again in the same spot, yet again on another abortion clinic table. So forgiveness is good, number four, because you won't make the same mistakes again. Have you learned your mistakes from the first time around? You would never put yourself in the same predicament. You would never experience that type of heartbreak, that type of loss again. So it's important for us to forgive ourselves. And number five. Forgiveness is good for self-love. Now, in the intro, you hear how I always seem to mess up the role of the self-discovery. In self-discovery, there's self-love, self-worth, self-motivation, self-starter. There's a lot of things that begins with self. And if we don't forgive ourselves, we won't reach that level of self-love. We always hear the inundated words, self-care, self-love, self-hate. You know, you hear those words so many times and we're inundated with the idea of what self-care is. A part of self-care is allowing ourselves to be who we are in those moments, but also allow ourselves to pull ourselves out of those dark times. It's okay that you're experiencing a hard time coping with the idea of an abortion. It's okay that you're having a very, very tough time deciding on how to move forward and how to process your emotions. It's okay. Deal with it. Go through it. Cry as much as you have to. You have to do these things in order to get to the point where you can say, I honestly forgive myself. And you stop saying sorry for your decision because you know, ultimately, wrong person, wrong time. Next time, I'll do better. Next time, I'll practice better discernment with my dating. 
Next time, I won't allow myself to get wrapped up in a relationship that has no road leading to somewhere that's positive. Next time, when I am in a relationship, I'll ensure that my relationship is healthy. And I'll ensure that the person wants the same things that I want. I just won't surprise someone with this. And next time, when I'm ready to have a baby, me and that person will be ready together. So, sis, I hope you have forgiven yourself. I have. It's tough. I know. Get through it. You can get through it. It's hard. It's a lot of nights that you cry yourself to sleep, but it's okay. You're going to get through it. And God forgives us for a long time. I felt like I was cursed. Is my decision to have an abortion, did it leave me cursed? And I thought that was for real. Until I had a conversation with myself and I said, you have to let it go. They will come back. They will come back. They will be here another time around. Or they went to someone who was ready. It's okay to feel those feelings. But it's not okay to stay in those feelings. It's not okay to sulk forever. You have to forgive yourself. It will get better. It will be dark days. But God didn't bring you this far to leave you now. So I hope today's podcast inspired you guys to forgive yourself on decisions that you made where the decision was just you on your own or it wasn't yours alone. Now you got to decide what the fuck you going to do about it. What is your game plan? Because it's obvious you didn't have a game plan before. Because the nigga fucked you over and you let him back in for some more. You went back for some more goddamn abuse. So I hope y'all enjoyed another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. It has been a pleasure sharing my my crazy thoughts with all of y'all. Make sure you guys are leaving me a review. You are sharing, liking, commenting on the podcast and making sure that you are sharing it with everybody, you know, who would enjoy our conversations. I love you all for being so supportive and so inspiring to my movement, to where I'm going, to what I am trying to do. I love y'all so much. 
Peace out. Make sure y'all keep it cute and keep it hella black. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.